0: This episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast is brought to you by Speed Pro East Bay in Alameda, California, in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space. From window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage, create a work environment that is tailored to your brand. They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks, go out there and support him.
1: I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. All- yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh, slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Right. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, that's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll.
0: Welcome to episode 57 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3 blue belt, three stripes. Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, two stripes.
2: Jeremiah Watson, A4, purple belt, no stripes.
0: And folks, we're going to touch on the promotions a little later in the podcast, but we first want to welcome our good friend and training partner, Jeremiah Watson. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming we just got done with some sunday rolls and uh and and we said jeremiah i want you come over for to do a podcast and he said yeah sure why not mm-hmm. so thanks for coming on so we're going to talk jeremiah you were there yesterday um as well as me we were at phil's competition yesterday naga in charlotte mm-hmm. and so how did that go phil a lot better than the last one i won three out of four
3: matches um And I was able to do what I've been trying to do for the last year or so, which is be on top. Um, That helped when people were pulling guard, but, you know, I was able to stay there, basically not get swept immediately to the bottom, which is what would have happened in the past. And uh, felt a lot better than after the last competition where I was just in the close
0: guard the whole time with no way of getting out. Yeah, yeah, no, he did a, a lot better. And, and just for the folks listening at home, uh, Phil had great mass, matches. One, his division, which was over 30. He had one match in that one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, won the other division, which was um, the adult um, mm-hmm. 140 to 149, mm-hmm. right? Blue belt yeah. division. And then was nice enough to take a match after that. At a weight class up because someone didn't have a match, and uh, got Ezekiel fairly. Quickly. Yeah, it was fast.
3: I was, I was uh, on the defensive the entire match, and that goes back to the cardio. I just replied to Russell uh, this afternoon with the update of I still got tired, um, <laughs> but man, the difference of being tired on top versus the bottom, it's way better on top. You know, like even even though I was never able to settle and I was like passing the whole time or trying to pass, Mm -hmm. it's, I'd, I'd much rather that. And my, my grips were still shot too, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And I'm just holding that, you know, holding the collar to work, uh, the knee cut that I still need to work on. Um, it's one of the big takeaways for me, but like my grips were still shot, which usually happens when I'm on the bottom and then, you know, trying to go for like a cross collar,
0: but this was, much preferred over that. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I commentary. You look great on on the matches. I mean, I was I, I was there for all of them, and, and um, and just the the change of being on top and actively passing rather than what you'd done previously. Your games improved a lot, and you can tell that you've taken those improvements from the previous competitions, and and. You, for the audience, for this competition, we didn't talk about this last time. This competition, um, it was important for you, I think. Yeah, it was a big deal. No, I trained. Uh,
3: this is about as hard as I've ever trained. I yeah. did a lot of two a day stuff between going in for extra rolling time to work on the stuff I want to work on, working with Nick on wrestling stuff, and uh, just spending a lot more time making sure I was where I wanted to be before it. And again, like, even though i lost the last match i am that goes back to in my opinion cardio um well, you had tired. a lot
0: of tough long tough yeah.
3: matches There, you so know I, yeah no and i get that and i just you know i think the weight wasn't the issue and he told me what he weighed in like 151 like it, yeah he didn't look he, like he, he didn't he, look it wasn't size, that much bigger you know? no it wasn't the weight it it was it was me being exhausted which comes back to like I need a better better game plan for when I'm really tired. I should have pulled guard in the last match. I would have had a better chance. Use Tyson's game plan. <laughs> he, Tyson was correct. He had me laughing at
0: that, though. I'm, I'm a savage for the first match. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Jeremiah, your take-homes. What, what did you think?
2: Um, well, honestly, that was the first Naga that I've watched in maybe – Two and a half years, Mm -hmm. Um, because usually I work it. Right. Um, So these last, you know, two years I've been working Naga. So um, I took off this time so that I could, um, one, take pictures um, of the team as well as see everybody actually compete. And I was blown away, man, Um, Phil specifically, and, you know, uh, all the kids, everybody on the team, we all did so well. And to actually see how everyone was doing, um, you know, working all that fundamental stuff that we talk about and we harp on it at the academy just seeing it done and actually working out there it was amazing mm-hmm. Hands mm-hmm. Like, yeah just, I like it was awesome it was awesome to watch
3: I like watching the kids um it's t- it's it was a little tough yesterday I wanted to get there early and for whatever reason like my match was at four forty five crazy so yeah. I'm like i I don't want to get there at 9 a.m., you know, and have, and have to wait all that time. So I ended up not getting there till about noon. Um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, no, I know. And, uh, but the ones I was able to see, I mean, it's super impressive. You see, it's really cool when you see the kid do it and like the curriculum, a single leg right to the mount, to the, to the take the back to rear naked choke. I mean, it's, it's in those things that you teach the kids and when it, when they just do it, it's really cool to see. I'm sure that's probably what John feels like
0: when he sees, yeah, sure. you know, Joey do something good or
3: something. Man,
2: really good success rate. Yeah, no, it was Everybody awesome. Everybody did so good, man. And, and
0: win or lose, either one, they they all you know handled themselves so well. Win or lose, and that's that's really the important thing. And 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 that really comes from the top down, you know, from from John's example and. And uh, that's something that I want to get into as well. I want to talk more about about, uh, that is competition etiquette, right? Mm -hmm. Because some people on here, maybe they haven't, maybe they're listening. They're like, I haven't competed before. What what are you talking about competition etiquette? So, Jeremiah, give me an example of competition etiquette that you would recommend for someone who's never competed before.
2: Um, As a bystander? Or, like, you know,
0: no, as a either any any yeah. being a bystander um, or or competing themselves yeah. doesn't matter.
2: Um, well, we kind of touched, um, based on this, not on the podcast, you know, just earlier talking about it. Um, basically, you have, I guess, your type A type B personalities. You know, you have the really humble person, um, mm-hmm. and then you have the person that's kind of out there when they win, you know, they sure. express it, the way they express it in a different way. Um, personally, and, you know, just from the teachings and the way, um, you know, I've learned is to be more humble, um, win or lose, you know, sure. no matter what you don't have to get upset. You know, there's people, they'll win, you know, slapping it mad and they're rubbing it in your face. There's actually a good um, video that Marcelo mm-hmm. um, made about that. Mm -hmm. You know, the person, like, you don't have to rub it in their face. Like, we get it. You know, you got it. Congrats. You know, shake hands and go. uh, Move on to the next one. But I think that just, you know, it's from person to person, you know. Personally, I would be that humble one. All right, I won. I got it. Cool. It worked that time. Shake the guy's hand. Take that win. Go to the next match and do that every single time. Sure. So,
0: and, and, and folks, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, like, yes, you know, yeah. good, yeah, good, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's an exciting you. moment. You can be excited, yeah. you know, just know that there's someone on the other end of that excitement. Yeah, exactly. You it's know. just
2: kind of like taking your opponent into consideration. Yeah. And some people, even people that lose, you know, and you see it obviously more with the kids. Um, but when they lose, they get really upset. Yeah. You know, they'll stomp off the mat and or slap the man, get really upset, or crying and it's just like it's okay, you know. You, you know, you don't have to carry yourself that way. We you know, sometimes it's necessary to lose to grow.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure. And and you know what those are teaching moments too for those right. kids whenever they come off the mat, you know, hey, yeah. it's alright, you, you know. To yourself, yeah. Yeah, so they need to learn that as well. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh Phil, do you have any?
3: Um I got distracted because I was thinking about that question I
0: sent you the other day. Etiquette for competition.
3: Yeah. Um, I feel like everybody's so polite. We are just talking about it. I'm like Facebook friends with everyone I compete against now. I know, right. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. I think I've just been super lucky and like the, I guess the people in this area are just super nice. But like after every competition, like I'm, I'm just friends with the person and, uh, but we said jujitsu is like the way to make friends really fast. Cause like you are already really close. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, uh, I guess that's tough. I, you know, like just trying, I think, I think being respectful is the best thing you can do given your best effort. Um, not running off the mat. I mean, if you want to act like you've been there before, if you lost, it's not the end of the world, you know, act like,
2: yeah don't be an
0: asshole yeah pretty
3: much just the same same roles as everything else uh
0: i don't know i've got one go ahead so if you're not the person's coach don't yell out anything other than words of encouragement
3: okay i was thinking of uh yeah i was thinking of as a competitor yeah man and it's interesting too, because I get more stressed out watching my friends compete sure. than when I'm competing, you know? Yeah. So I'm never going to yell anything other than like, I think I, I think like one of the kids stood up and I just looked at him and I like put up three, like there's three seconds left.
2: Like just, like just hold it well, and you want you know, when you have. You know your coach telling you one thing and then you got three or four of your family members trying to scream something else at you and now you got all these different things yeah. and obviously you should be listening to your coach but it's just a distraction
0: yeah i man and,
3: and it's you have
2: all that been thrown at you
0: so things that are okay to say off the mat if you're not the coach is 30 seconds left <laughs> yeah is good job Is keep up the good work and nothing else. I don't say
3: anything. Shocker. I, I, you know, I feel like none of that is necessary to say. uh, You know, like there's one person he should be listening to. Yeah, for sure. Like even if it was the most obvious thing in the world, I think there's a reason the person who's smarter than me isn't saying it. I'll let him continue not to say it because if I can see it, they can see it. I don't need to say it.
2: Oh, it's funny. Uh, Yesterday when because you know, Joey helps teach the kids and stuff. And um, I think John was behind Joey while he was coaching one. And they were saying the exact same thing, but John had said it over Joey. And Joey turns around he's like, let's just switch spots. <laughs> he's like, no, really, let's switch spots. He's like, no, I'm sorry, you got it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, yes. He's like, no, 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 no you got it. I didn't see that. Dude. That's yeah, funny. Was, I was like, I was right there taking pictures. <laughs> and just kind of getting to that thing. But even then, you know, they both know what they're talking about yeah yeah, of course the person who's never trained a day in their life and they only come to the classes yeah. you watch and they're giving you you know probably bad ideas yeah yeah you know, whenever know. you say yeah. get up you yeah get out
0: of that that's not it's really helpful
3: right
2: easier, so I mean, no. <laughs> get up you see where i'm at and like
3: like my fear would be like say something they do it and get submitted and i'm like
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <sorry. laughs> yeah. well, I was listening to my coach. <laughs>
3: oh, that wasn't my coach. Sorry.
2: Was, me?
0: Yeah. So if you have family members coming, then just tell them, you know, hey, be excited. Words of encouragement, but yeah. keep all the other stuff. Leave the coaching to the coach, yeah. right?
2: I think we already do a good job with that, even in the academy. You know, you have to sign, "Hey, don't yell to the mats at your children."
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's not. Let
0: us teach. Yeah, there's there's a, a way to do that. You can train yourself and help Definitely. coach the kids. We'll welcome that.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind
3: of, that like excitement stuff always comes back in my mind. to like I never hear the instructor say, "And this is where you squeeze really hard." You know, yeah. like those <laughs> those things are never it. You know, if you just squeeze harder, this will work. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's like that's never.
2: I thought that white belt. <laughs> i still think that in certain positions oh i got it uh, nope nope not there all right
3: i will say i had a really cool ref yesterday when, and i really liked what he was doing just every so often he would just make a comment along the lines of like four minutes left you know like all right guys just four minutes left and just like that kind of brings it back because you get so locked in in the moment of like what you're trying to do and that just like is like oh yeah hang on hang on whoa. And it, that that was super helpful, especially in one of them. We
2: talked about, like, pacing. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to – because you see it a lot, man. Every every competition, every match, somebody, one of the two, looks up at the at the clock. Like, how much time do we have? How much time mm-hmm. do we have? Um, I mean, I get it, I guess. But at the same time, it's kind of hard not to match the intensity of your opponent. But in that sense, I feel like you should just kind of, you know, Instead of worrying about how much time we have, like at the academy when we do ten-minute rounds, where sometimes John did not even tell us, he just says, "pace yourself," mm-hmm. because that's what you should. Do. Yeah, he's pace not going to tell period. us what how it long the rounds how long are. You go, you need to pace yourself. So
0: that's a great that's a great lesson too. That, that really is. Um, I was I was really interested. Uh, you know, we had our um, kids' coaches training last Friday, and Charlie said watch the refs and some of some yeah, of the, yeah yeah the uh and their interactions with the kids that kind of tells you how to to help coach the kids you know whenever they do and i was watching them and you know what it was it, it was really cool because you'd see it see the ref if there was somebody you know getting close to submission they were within inches
1: mm-hmm.
0: of that submission they were right there with that kid and I thought that was I thought that was a great advice for Charlie to tell us and and B I didn't I just enjoyed watching them and and actually watching them how they handled the kids and and everyone for that matter they were really really uh uh quality uh referees there I don't I I have no idea what their training is but they were really good um in what they did Agreed Um any other any other competition etiquette that you can think of just basic things. If you, you know, and this maybe not etiquette, but just preparing for a competition. If you're going to a competition, you know, take some snacks with you, take some water because the food there, wherever you're going is probably not going to be the stuff that you're eating. If you're yeah. going up to a competition, it's all going to be fried and whatever, you know? So, so, make sure to take some food, take some water, you know, your energy drink, whatever. One of um, Terry's boy. guys came back with Chick fil A, and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> did you
3: even go get that? <laughs> yeah, the Chick fil A was right yes, down the <laughs> Yeah, he went out and got Chick fil A, and I was like, super brave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right before
0: your match? Uh, that's hilarious. Um, so, very good. I want to come back to it, Phil why was this one uh you know we talked about a little bit and i hope you don't mind talking about but why was this one so why was this competition so important to you
3: yeah i sucked last
0: time real bad
3: like uh i was thinking about it too and and we talked about a little bit before but like so the first year um i spent a lot of time in the closed guard and then i felt pretty good there um And then just, I don't know I know Dan down in Charlotte said something to me and I kind of brushed it off for a while, but it's always stuck out to me. Like I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, and I came up with all the excuses like I always do. And then, but it kind of stuck out. And what did Dan say to you? I need to be on top. You're too small. He's like, you're just, we need to be on top. You know, we're this size. If we're underneath these people, you know, it's, it's all good when you're attacking. Yeah. But they pass and it sucks. Um, mm-hmm. so get on top. And, you know, then I started noticing even with like brand new people, like, yeah, I can choke them a couple of times mm-hmm. and they figure out what I'm doing and I can't. And then I kind of get locked in and I couldn't sweep anybody. Um, I think it comes back to the fact of like your first year of jujitsu really is surviving. And that was just how I did it would just be figure out how to get into the closed guard from anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. like, Oh, no, I'm getting double-legged. I'll just close the guard. You know, like from anywhere, I just figure out a way to get there, lock on to the person, hold them down, Wrapped a lapel around the back for extra control, everything I could do. But I couldn't get out. Um, And then I said for however many months, I want to figure out how to sweep people, and I wouldn't even try. And then once I started trying, you know, you go into competition and get the reality check, and it was embarrassing. Like, it hurts to watch that video. I'm, like, looking at it, I'm like – come on, man, do something. And I'm the guy in the video. <laughs> like you see the meme was like poking. It's like, come on, do something. Like that's me in the closed guard. And that, I mean, that's what like, that's, I guess what it takes. Like I have to fail miserably in order to get motivated enough to really want to bust my ass to figure it out. Um, and that's what I did. And like, luckily I have super awesome teammates who are always willing to help. I mean, you help with everything I want, uh, to work on. Jeremiah is always there to help. Joey, constantly works guard passing stuff with me yeah um like and whatever else i want to drill um but yeah no i mean even if i had lost like if i lose attempting to do the things i'm saying i'm gonna do fine like the guy's better that's gonna happen sure but it was so frustrating to say i'm gonna do this and then not even try yeah. but you know and that's so i think the videoing is super important because um, i went back i asked molly to do it recently um and I said, Hey, can you just video a couple of rounds tonight? I just want to go back, watch, see what I'm doing, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't hate what I see. Sure. It's not great. You know, Yeah, yeah. there's clips that are 30 seconds long. All right, let's start swept. Yeah. Let's start past. But you know, it's, it's like, you know, I, that's where I'm at, but there's other ones where I'm doing things that I should be doing when I should be doing them. And it's, you know, it's that progress is there.
0: Yeah, no, agreed. It was great, a great competition. And uh, shout out to Nick burrito for winning his first black belt match. Yeah, in I watched that. That, that, was, awesome. that was a nice match. Yeah. I watched that one. Yeah, so congrats on that. That was really good. Um, so, so getting back, Jeremiah, why did you start jiu-jitsu?
2: Um, for me personally, it was kind of something. Well, not jiu-jitsu specifically. Um, before I even knew what jujitsu was, I was all into – the Jackie Chan and the Bruce Lee and all that type uh-huh, of stuff. Sure. You know? So I, it was something that I've always wanted to do as a kid. Um, coming up, watching that type of stuff. And so, you know, I kind of just started doing some research. I was like, oh, um, I want to do karate or taekwondo. That was the very first thing on my, you know, coming up. That's what I was thinking about. Sure. Taekwondo and karate. Sure. Didn't even know what jiu-jitsu was. Yeah. Um, I've always been really big into the UFC Sure. So I was always watching UFC. I always doing. It. I was that. You know. I was always into it, but never could train because we just my mom single mom um, raising three boys by herself. You know, just didn't have the money to do that type of stuff. Sure. So um, when I finally got my own job, I was able to pay for it myself. I went searching for schools, uh-huh. and I I typed in martial arts schools. So I didn't type in Taekwondo or anything specific. Just typed in local uh, martial arts. And jujitsu was coming up. So I clicked on the school. I think the very first school um, I attempted was actually with uh, Lucas Lepre, uh-huh. um at his school. And then um, there was a saga combat, I believe, like right above okay. where I was living uh-huh. there. And then I found John. Mm-hmm. Um, but tried it out, and I came here, and it just stuck with me. You know, I, I walked in John's school. Um, everybody was very welcoming. Mm-hmm. John, you know, walked up right to me. He already knew my name. <laughs> you know, sure, coming from uh, the first thing you do online, you know, he calls you by your name. He's just everything was really welcoming. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah. So I start training, and I'll never forget the very first time because, like, this is obviously you know, uh, I did the trial classes or whatever. Sure. And then the very first person he paired me up with was uh, Nick DiMaggio. Uh huh. You guys remember him? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah small Nick. So you know, I walk in and I was probably 19, 20 years old. So I'm still a little bit, I'm still young. but And younger Nick, than, was Nick a blue belt or was he, he a what? He was a blue belt He was a blue belt He was like a brand new dude belt. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But I walk in with him and John's like, uh, and this is before we had like that curriculum, you know? Sure. I came in and just, so I get out there and he's like, yeah, I want you to work with Nick. And first time I met Nick and I'm thinking, okay. Can't be too hard. He's a small dude. I'm bigger than him. Yeah. I'll probably, you know, muscle the guy. That yeah. Everybody thinks. Sure. First star, you know. Sure. I got in there, man. Nick mopped me with the mats. Yeah. It was the most amazing thing. Yeah. And from that point on, I was like, I want to learn that. I want to learn that. I got to learn that. But not only that, man, jujitsu as a whole has helped me um, become a better person, develop me into a better person um, with everything, with their teaching, you know, interacting With all the upper belts, just the way we are a family, Mm -hmm. you know, it brought me from where I was, which I wasn't going very far where I was to where I am now. Mm -hmm. So just all that, all in all, that's the reason I'm here. And that's the reason I'll never leave.
0: And, you know, too, you know, goals kind of change as you get into jujitsu. And and it's super important for you being a law enforcement officer to have that ability to control a resisting opponent yeah. <laughs> you know and even
2: so, more now <laughs> yes yeah. I mean before I, you know I was just doing it for myself yeah um, but you know and you talk about it all the time and there's a lot of people I try to get all of my friends to come in like yeah something you know and it doesn't have to be jiu-jitsu wrestling do something yeah to where you can you know defend yourself enough to the point where you can survive until a the backups there yeah you know for sure you gotta do something yeah that's just my mentality but like i said i started well before i was even in law enforcement in the first place sure i kind of you know i already had that mentality that i want to be able to hold my own and be okay yeah you know so
0: no we've got a lot of law enforcement in our in our academy that's awesome kind of how i got here (laughs) yeah no it's it's awesome (laughs) started talking
2: to those guys i think ryan Lennox. he was telling me all his cool stories (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Leggett. Hey, no He's doubt. telling me his cool stories. And I was like, mm, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I think I'd like to do that. <laughs> and here I am.
0: That's awesome. Um, so we had on the list, and, and this is something I want to talk about. We, we uh, you know, obviously our intros changed a little bit, right? Phil, is that we had our promotions mm-hmm. and our spring seminar with Steve Hall. Unbelievable mm-hmm. seminar. Yeah, I liked it, it a lot. Armbar details. I did one today. Barry, amazing. I was like he did the defense and pushed his uh, my leg over his head whenever I tried to get the armbar, and I just switched my hips. And I was like, that is amazing. It's, it's still good. <laughs> it's like it's
2: funny that there are so many positions that you can get it. Oh and my the God. biggest thing I take from what they teach us is why they harp so much on the fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. They will show you the fundamental way to do it, but the arm bar is never gonna really change. The arm bar is always gonna be the arm bar. Yeah. And you can get it from a lot of different places that yeah. on Saturday, you know? Oh, was amazing. I didn't even know you could pull an arm bar from side control. It was, it was, it was crazy, <laughs> right? Was Whenever you're on folks. bottom
0: side control, folks, yeah. it was mind blowing. Uh, so a, if you crazy. ever get a chance to go to the Steve Hall seminar, go. Um but uh, we had our promotions and, and uh it's funny, we were talking to Christina and and um and she said uh, she Christina is a, a, a new white belt uh, it's my my nephew and and his girlfriend they just recently started jiu-jitsu and um, she said you guys didn't seem too excited about your stripe and for me um, for me honestly it was it was more exciting and 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 more heartwarming for me to see one of the elderly guys who just recently started jujitsu get his stripe that was that was more heartwarming for me than me getting mine because i know that i'm just going to keep showing up and training and the stripes are going to come the belts are going to come i'm not i'm not concerned with those and actually probably would like to delay them, you know to to be better because who wants to be you know Ultimately, the decision's not ours to make, right? I mean, that's what our professor that's that's what he does. So you have to have confidence in the promotions that you're given because he's giving them, and he knows what your uh, what your progression is. He knows how you've been paying attention in class, and he knows that. And so, for me, it's just i I'm not I'm not at all concerned about it if you if you are concerned about your your stripe or your belt i know that obviously whenever you're starting out you know as a white belt you want that first stripe right that was i always say that that was the most meaningful one yeah for i me. think
3: for you is the the first stripe for me was the the blue belt yeah like i i didn't know what stripes were yeah everybody before i got it blue belt. Yeah. yeah
2: everybody like that's that's that first step yeah you know to advancing level so to speak it's just mm-hmm. like holy crap! I made it. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when I was a white belt. I was like, man, I, you know, I, I want to be there. I, I remember like, oh, when you got yeah. your blue belt. I remember just you, you strong, were four stripe because yeah. you
0: were four stripe. You were a four stripe white belt. Whenever I started, I think three or four. I think four. Probably,
2: probably three. I don't know. Is
0: it three? Maybe yeah. three or four. I think you were a blue belt there. when I met you. Yeah,
2: but I mean, yeah, it just go to. So well. I think if you're in it for the belt, you're in it for the wrong reasons. You know. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people. I mean, there's gonna be people who chase the belt. I mean, cool. More power to you. Personally, yeah. I don't. I don't want to say I don't care. Like I care that I. You know, I'm glad. you're getting me better. Sure, yeah, that's I'm glad what they it gave means. The belt, and they seen something in me that I didn't see in myself. Because sure. I remember testing. Um, I had to it twice. You know. Sure. Um, and the second time I was like, Nah, man, I deserve it. And I remember telling you specifically that yeah. I was like, Man, I no, There's no way I'm getting it. I don't deserve it. I don't see it. And mm-hmm. You get it, and you said that same thing. Well, too bad it's not up to you. you know, yeah, it's up to your that's instructor. Right. Uh, but yeah. I, what I like about the fight to win team is that they hold that standard. Nothing that I know for sure. Nothing was given. Sure. You know, nothing's given. You earned every bit, and every stripe or anything. You earned it all. Yeah. You know, and like he says at every you know, um, seminar or team promotions we have, man, if you're not getting promoted, just keep showing up. Who cares? Yeah. It's okay. As long as you keep showing up, as long as you keep progressing, as long as you keep getting better and learning, everything's going to come. Mm -hmm. It's going to come. It's going to stop coming the day that you stop coming to class.
3: Yeah. Well, he always says to the kids, you know, he gives them a stripe or whatever, and he's like, you know, this just means more responsibility. It's like, like, now I'm like, you know, you get another stripe, and I'm like, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm getting. I got
2: here, and it's, it's like, they expect you to know this stuff. Yeah. You should now be able to, you know, yeah. the basics. You should know this stuff, and I'm still like, uh, I don't know. Let's let's ask about that. <laughs> you know? Every time, dude. So, uh, yeah. That's why I, I felt like I was like, man, I'm just I'm not ready. But that also just it pushes you because you should know where you stand. And just because I, you know, okay, cool. I, they gave me my purple belt. That just made I stop learning what I was learning at blue belt. Right. I keep sure. reiterating what I'm doing. I don't just stop because I made it there. You know, and I feel like that could be a common misconception for most people. They get to a certain spot, and they're like, "Oh, oh, I know it. I know it. Don't need to look at. It. Let's, let's go to the next thing." You know, I'll always continue to go over that blue belt list. Yeah. So anybody who's asking whether I'm pulling from it or whether they're pulling for, from it, you know. For sure. Keep looking at it. Keep sharpening myself to get to the next level.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, focusing on his fundamentals. I mean, that's so. that's the thing. Um, so it's a it's a time for reflection whenever you get a promotion it's a time for reflections maybe a time to to look at your game plan look at what you're doing to get better Mm -hmm. each and every time did you reflect yeah I, i did what'd you come up with um i came up with i'm i'm getting better at um a lot of defenses and from the back and a lot of attacks from the back And now what my new focus is, which is what I was doing all day today, is I'm focused on I'm focused less now whenever I'm in a top dominant position on submissions and I'm focused wholeheartedly on transitions. In other words, I'm you know, I'm trying to see that in every transition has to lead me to my to the back of my opponent. That's what that's what I'm working on now, and de- developing those pathways of getting to the back every single time whenever mm-hmm. you're in a dominant position. Yeah. So that's that's what my that's where kind of like where I've changed up my training a little bit now to where because before I was I'm not working I was working very little top I, I, I like and I still will start bottom mm-hmm. that's that's not going to change but I'm I'm now focusing in a little different area, getting those transitions, doing the neon belly, going around, uh, going to the back, transitioning, swinging around and trying to get smoother because you, you, or I, I notice that the difference, there's a lot of difference in, in the, when somebody's really good at jujitsu, right? But one of the things that sticks out to me in the differences is their transitions, and always getting to a better position, you okay. know,
2: we touched on that today. Yeah. Uh, during the roles. Mm-hmm. You were rolling. Doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah. was the same way. At one point, we focused on trying to hold one position. Even if you're escaping, I'm trying to hold that one position when I should be working the transition. Yeah. Uh, and you'll notice, I as you said the guys have been training longer. The guys that, you know, the black belts, any upper belt, really, mm-hmm. uh, who's been doing it a while if I'm moving, they're moving. Absolutely. I'm not just going to stay in one spot and let you put me back in a guard or, you know, and if you did get there, you work for me. You moved before I did. You did the right thing. Yeah. Know? Um. So, you know, that's what we harped on today um, with him is just, Hey, I see you're trying to keep that great. See, You're trying to keep them out and that's all you're focused on. Is. Sure. Which there's nothing wrong with that. there's good, you know, there's a time and a place to maintain position. Sure. At the same token, if the guys, you know, you're in the mountain, he's, Turn into a side and he's escaping. Why are you still trying to hold out? You no longer have it, man. You gotta you know, move yeah. before he escapes.
0: Preemptively move. Yeah. You're you're absolutely correct. And I'll add to that: it is if you're just trying to hold a position and not attacking, they're going to find a way out of that position yeah,
2: exactly. eventually. You know, yeah.
0: eventually you're going to find a way out of that position. So those transitions then even become more important.
2: And that's also with Phil. We had another side conversation where I was like, "Man, I love watching the upper belts move." Oh, yeah. When I, you know, when we do pass sweeper submit drills, mm-hmm. man, I go out and I'm watching John. I'm watching. what is he doing? Mm-hmm. Does he, he does it every time. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever he's doing. And then I'll go and try to replicate it. Does mm-hmm. it work? Not much. But, you know, I'm watching. Because
0: we're a lot worse at it than he is.
2: <laughs> I'm watching what he's doing. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, and then I'll ask him about it after class or something. You know, I'll go, like, hey, so I saw you doing this thing. Or if I'm rolling with him myself, obviously, you see a whole lot of stuff he that right there yeah you guys can't see me does this like holding his forehead thing i don't know <laughs> it's a good defense like yeah i can't do anything it stops it, it. He, yeah. yeah he gets under me he gets you know it stops the crawl space yeah it's just so it's such a good defense and it's a little thing i did today rolling with phil mm-hmm. and he was like oh yeah you know that was really good i was like yeah i got it from john <laughs> watched him do it so much and he's done it to me so much so
0: yeah no that is a good one that is a good one how about you phil what next me yeah
3: I, uh same thing sad yeah. like same thing it's just uh i would say just keep working on that takedown idea yeah. and just i felt a lot better standing um yeah you trained wrestling with nick yeah you know i mean i, I didn't take anybody worried. down but like i wasn't um fight or flight panic mode standing either mm-hmm. you know like i was you were going to try
0: that uh yeah i was gonna try it yeah yeah the uh what's what's it called
3: the Landon called it I think he said Sumigayashi Sumigayashi I don't Yo know Sumigayashi yeah that yeah, that, that might that might that be ham sandwich to <laughs> shami salami yeah uh, oh ashi salami yeah that's that's what i thought you were gonna say when when you said you were working on what you want to focus on next I thought you're just gonna say like locks again but no I, no I, I that's what i'm definitely
0: going i mean i'm you know i'm definitely well, that's what the small guys do yeah yeah ex- i am quick nimble and small you're yeah. right so, um
3: <laughs> but uh no it's just it's that same like again like i didn't succeed in everything i've been trying to do like i didn't pass those people's guards easily i would have Mm -hmm. loved to do that um i don't really ever expect to do that because the whole point of competition is like these people are about as good as you are you Mm -hmm. know so it's never going to be easy but i'm going to try to make it easy Mm -hmm. um so i want to get good at at those things um and the takedowns like everywhere that i think is the weakest part is just kind of keep Focusing on those until they
0: and those weaknesses you know, are going to change, right? As you build them into strengths. Yeah. Like,
3: and I thought it was interesting too. I don't think I've triangled somebody in class in maybe I've done one or two in months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. weekend.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah, and because and I think because we're doing those warm up drills and kind of shout back to the earlier podcast. Shout back a word. Shout back. Yeah. To start that up. <laughs> um we were warming up before, which I do believe helped me a lot
0: Yeah, uh, going into it. Um, so just for the folks at home, whenever uh, Phil, Phil was warming up for his match, I was helping him warm up for his match and he was just doing the move your hips back and forth on the, on the arm bar type thing. Yeah.
3: And then I randomly just started throwing your hand in and shooting triangles. Yeah. I've never done that as like a drill with somebody before. Um but then caught one yesterday, like in a scramble. Tight too, boy. Tried it with Jeremiah today, and he was like, "I'm just gonna pass your leg over." But yeah. you know, worked yesterday. Uh, <laughs> that's why it's better than me. But um, <laughs> but no, I, mean, I think warming up helped a lot, and then that catching that triangle in a scramble. You know, it's cool to have that those attacks from the guard, but like, it's not something I want to rely on. So I'm trying to you know, get comfortable with the takedown uh, and get comfortable playing on top. I feel a whole lot better, but then there's still, like the back transition is there and I hit that in training almost every time. Mm -hmm. I missed it with him again today, but, you know, I wouldn't have got it anyway. But, you know, it was there and I didn't go for it or I didn't see it in the Mm -hmm. competition until John said it. Mm -hmm. I saw it it was too late. Um, So it's like, I need that to be, like that triangle where I can just see it, mm-hmm. you know? And those are, those are the things I want to really, really focus on. Shout out Ryan Hall's back take. It's actually the same one we learned in class that still cracked me up. Did I tell you about that? No. Ryan Hall's back take, you right. know, that, you know, that back transition from side control where they shrimp in you kind of bring your arm over and like swing around. Yeah. Like I asked Joey to help me with that one a couple of weeks ago. Cause we learned it in class and I was like, let me do it again. Joey comes in like three days later and he's doing that transition and he calls his dad over and goes, so I'm, so I'm trying to do, uh, Ryan Hall's back take and, <laughs> and John's like, yeah, Ryan Hall's back take. Like, oh, dude, was, really? He's like, really? I didn't, but see, like, and he doesn't do it often, but Joey did it pretty bad the first time. Uh-huh. So I didn't really realize what he was doing. Uh-huh. The second time he did it as he was calling his dad over, I was like, oh my God, this is what he's calling him over for. And I just started laughing. <laughs> so I'm already laughing as he's explaining it to John. I'm like, oh man, that was so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is hilarious But that back
3: take uh, And I don't Really get that one But it's gotta be effective Like there's gotta be A reason like They're showing it And I, I still don't Like see it yet mm-hmm. But it's another one That I wanna keep drilling Cause like when I do it I look little, yeah. yeah It's bad Yeah But you know Figure it out Sure But sure. I want all those The same thing The back oh, Every way I can find To the back um, mm-hmm. To kind of keep doing that Every and path look for that to the, stuff.
0: the back Yep I think it's important Jeremiah
2: Um I don't really. Well, my focus is just getting better. And that's Mm -hmm. what I was going to say. After that, I think anybody's focus, no matter what your belt is, no matter what rank um, or strike, whatever. Just focus on being a better you. Mm -hmm. Better than you were yesterday. Um, You know, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm guilty of it myself. This happens all the time. How many times we go to class and at the end of class, John's like, any questions? Everybody's just looking at each other like, no, nope. No one really wants to ask questions. And he has to like a out of us. Yeah. <laughs> no. He has to. Okay, so we all got the uh, positions 100%. Landon, all black belts. <laughs> Landon always
0: <laughs> ask questions, so you, you can always leave it to Landon. He'll yeah. always ask.
2: Um, but and I know like we have questions because we'll be trying to hash something out during roles between, amongst each other when we should be sure. asking him. Sure. You know, um, hey, we, we were we, you know, got in this position and we weren't 100% sure on it. Can you show us or you know mm-hmm. even in the competition he'll talk to you afterwards. Hey, this is what happened. And like, I was watching, was it, no, it was landing Landon watching his mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, Hmm, I'm going to ask a question. Yeah. You know, uh, and I'm just a bystander, but still I see stuff. I want to know, Hey, if I was ever there, how would I get out of that? Sure. So I asked John, you know, can you explain that position to me? And yeah. How he should have escaped or how he would have escaped and, and vice versa, or whatever. Sure. So, um, my focus personally is getting better. Like I said, the, you know, I just, I show up. The stripes will come. Yep. I'm in there as much as I can be with my schedule. Sure. Back and forth. Uh, but I always try to make it at least two to three times a week. Yep. You always um, do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to. I'm, yeah. I make it a priority to at least once a week.
0: It's a good you lesson know? for everyone. Right? I'm always
2: yeah. in there. because I'm, I'm so You got the I'm weird schedule now. Get better within myself. Because I know, like I said, just... And I joke with Joey about it. Well, Joey jokes with me, shall I say, about it all the time. He's like, you're the purple belt. You're like, come on, dude. <laughs> you've been training for like 12 years, and you're only 12. So <laughs> you've been training as long as you've been alive, dude. But, you know, just I, I the misconception I feel a lot of people get is that you can't, one, be tapped by a lower belt, or two, be taught by a lower belt. Oh, yeah. And I think that's stupid. Yep. And you shouldn't have that mindset because you will not have room. For or real and true growth mm-hmm. um there's stuff that i learned from you all the time there's stuff i learned from phil i asked joey questions mm-hmm. even when he was in the kid ranks because i know he's been doing it mm-hmm. he knows you know um, yeah absolutely i can learn from everybody it doesn't matter what belt level or where you are or how long you you know there's something you did that i wasn't aware of that i can learn from
0: mm-hmm. so yeah no that's a good mindset to keep and have um and I wanted to bring up one other thing because uh, because it, for quite honestly, I don't like to drill, and <laughs> and so I've now got ammunition of not ever having to drill again, Phil. And that is, Hodger Gracie said, the single best thing to improve your jujitsu is positional sparring.
3: Uh, I was just going to ask a totally unrelated question of something I've been thinking about recently. Do you ever count your reps during class? Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. I've never done it. No, I want to start doing it. I personally don't. Mm-hmm. Pay
2: attention. We just go
3: back and forth. Yeah, no, I never do. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed, John said a while back to me that he's like, I'd rather adults did five or six at a time. Steve said during the seminar, he's like, don't do it three times wrong. Do it one time right and be like, all right, cool, moving mm-hmm. on. You know, he's like, once you do it right, do it three or four times right and and cement that in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you usually learning. do that two and two, right? You usually do two and two, you know? Do. Yeah, um, you do and I've just never counted reps. And I, and I was thinking about it, um, like in the terms of like kids class stuff where I'm like, like maybe if they were to count their reps, it would help, you know, and maybe make them want to do more. And then I was like, I've never done that. Why would I tell anybody else to do it? Well, I don't I want to start doing that. I don't that.
0: count after 10. If I get 10 in, that's good. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going, but I want to at least get 10 reps in. Okay. Of so 10. I need to do 11. Well, I'm going. To, to I'm going to do 11 you. if I get to 10. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So. I'm going to do 12. I heard you. You're not so. not
3: you <laughs> yeah. No, Where? I've never done it. I, I, it's like uh, I'm going to have to. It's, it's going to be a thing I'm going to have to work on because I'm I'm not going to remember to do it. I'm going to get distracted. I'm going to be asking and answering questions with people and talking. But.
2: Well, what I like about that, you know, just obviously in the learning anyway, is. As we're doing it, we run into something we didn't see while mm-hmm. we was teaching it. Mm-hmm. And then that question comes up. And that's how you figure out the position, or the position a little bit better and a little bit more. And I was, like you said, man, you're going to go through your career and you're going to see one position that you think you know, mm-hmm. and, but there's going to be a detail that you didn't catch last time. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember going to, I forget what seminar. It was a seminar um, that we went to, Steve Hall, I think. And he said something. and I was like, how did I miss that? right it's like it's like it's right always there. something yeah like how did i not get that before and that little detail makes the position that much better every single time.
0: the worst part is whenever you get that and then you forget it and then they say it again and you're like oh man i forgot it again <laughs> yeah what the 90% of it's gonna happen folks it's going yeah. to happen and that one's frustrating yeah <laughs> uh jeremiah tell folks uh how they can uh see you reach you or or uh if they want to do jiu with you what, yeah, what to do um,
2: well obviously i train jiu with these guys so if you yep. want to see me you can come see them yep and um you will see me because you've seen them uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i got facebook instagram man um it's under j watt i don't know why i changed my name my full name i just I feel like people look for me.
0: J-Y. Yeah. So it's yeah. just
2: J-A-Y and then my last name, the first three letters. Very good. I just feel like people are looking for me. Yeah, of I'm course. Like, oh, no, I'm going incognito, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can look for me, follow me, or come see Phil and him.
0: Yes. And yes. Him. And Philly, tell all the uh, folks how to support us. And by the way, uh, I want to say to the listeners, we appreciate you. Um, shout out. We just got over 10,000 downloads. That's awesome. a pretty monumental thing and and the podcast is growing and 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 I re- we really appreciate the people who are listening out there so it's shout back shout back, shout back. sorry yeah. shout back yeah it's shout back shout back to all the listeners <laughs> yeah, <that's-> <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing it the shout back back <laughs> yeah yeah um
3: well the rash guards are out and i would say that's our oh, yeah. best product yet it's the
0: best they, those rash guards are really so good. so
3: freaking nice yeah I'm thank you su- james Klingerman. i'm super impressed with uh how those came out they look really good yeah the first one
2: i saw was on uh rolling mm-hmm. they look really good yeah they're really awesome I yeah that's get one if you haven't yet get them while they're in stock
0: that's right get them while they're in stock <laughs> we have plenty of larges folks <laughs> yeah. Uh bjjcampaignpodcast.com for the rash guards, t-shirts, patches. And those are all short sleeve, right? The rash guards? Yeah. Yep. I prefer long sleeve, but I prefer short sleeve, so we got short sleeve. True. <laughs>
3: That's how it happened. Needs
2: to
3: start um Let me know if you want a hoodie cuz a lot of people are asking. We might have to get hoodies. Dude, those hoodies are so nice. They're really and comfortable
0: and yeah, they look boom, really good. Hook us yeah. up with those from from Tor uh from a BJJ
3: yeah if you want a hoodie let me know uh, I should probably tell you how much they cost but I couldn't so let me know if you'd pay an undisclosed amount of money for a hoodie and it's
0: going to be I mean it's probably going to be 45 bucks okay. around that area I mean that's probably because it seems you know, right yeah, yeah it's like hoodie prices yeah If you're willing to pay
3: way more, just send me a private message, uh, (laughs) youtube.com slash BJJ campaign podcast, uh, facebook.com join the group, uh, BJJ campaign, uh, podcast on Facebook and like some of the, some of the competition matches are up. And if you have your own that you want to post, um, also if you have critiques for me that I could have done better in my matches, let me know.
0: Yeah, definitely. And do post your matches in that BJJ campaign, uh, uh, Facebook group. That's uh, that would be a great place it's not just for memes, folks. Yeah. I mean, we love the memes. Don't get me wrong. We yeah, I just, memes. I think competition helps so much.
3: I mean, again, for me, just, I got better at jujitsu. I asked you that, like, I think it's a ridiculous question, obviously. Like, would you rather lose every match and learn a lot or win them all and stay exactly the same? Because why would you change if you're winning? You know, you're going to yeah. keep doing the same thing. Um, it's obviously um, a flawed question. Huh? I answered your question. I didn't hear it.
2: I said there's room for growth everywhere.
3: Yeah. Again, <laughs> it's a it's a weird it's a weird question, right? But like, I had just I I, had, I thought of it as I was just
0: driving. I of course answered, "I want to win every match and not learn anything," right? And you said lose every time. Oh, okay, yeah, because you're a liar. Yeah, and right. uh,
3: <laughs> but yeah,
0: you know, it's like you need,
3: like, unfortunately, you need both. But anyway, so I think competition is super important. So if you compete and you want to share your
0: matches, do it. I like watching them. Yeah, absolutely, me too. And folks, if you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day. Get out there and do it. Me, Phil, Jeremiah, we all choose jiu-jitsu. We hope you do too. This episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast is brought to you by Speed Pro East Bay in Alameda, California, in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space. From window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage, create a work environment that is tailored to your brand. They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks, go out there and support him.